Let us open our Bibles to our first reading today, which comes from the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 31, verse 27 through 34. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and the seed of beast. And it shall come to pass that as I have watched over them to pluck up, to break down, to throw down, to destroy, and to afflict, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, says the Lord. In those days they shall say no more, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. But... Everyone shall die for his own iniquity, every man who eats the sour grapes. His teeth shall be set on edge. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Here ends our first reading from the book of Jeremiah. Praise be to Christ. Let us pray. God of salvation, who sent your Son to seek out and save what is lost. Hear our prayers on behalf of those who are lost in our day. Receiving these petitions and thanksgivings with your unending compassion. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, thankful for this Sunday that we could come together as one body, one church of Christ. We thank you for this opportunity to speak your truths and your word into the world. Help us to reach those who are in need, those who feel lost, those who feel unwanted. Help us to be a beacon of hope to remind them just how loved and wanted they truly are. Lord, as we come to you, we look to you to send your healing hands down upon our brothers and sisters who are struggling, who are sick. We look to you to shine your grace down upon South Florida as they continue to rebuild and reconstruct all the damage. Help calm and ease the minds of those who have lost and have suffered loss and send your healing hands down upon those who were afflicted with injuries sustained from this Hurricane Ian. Lord, we look to you that you would give us the gift of generosity, that we might find it in our hearts to be giving as we enter this season of fall and these seasons of the holidays approaching, 
May we not only look to our needs, but our brothers' and sisters' needs as well. With this said, we look to you, Lord, and say, Redeeming, Sustainer, visit your people and pour out your strength and courage upon us, that we may hurt to make you welcome, not only in our concern for others, but by serving them generously and faithfully. In your name we pray. Amen and Amen. Let us open our blue hymnal now to 491, Perfect Peace. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation. But take courage, I have overcome the world. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And he came and preached peace to you who were far away, and peace to those who were near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace shall be with you. For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself. Having made peace through the blood of his cross, through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Here ends our reading from our blue hymnal. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us continue to pray. Holy God, as we offer our gifts to you this day, we pray that in our giving we may be reconnected to the reason why we follow and the reason why we give. You called us to be disciples who make disciples. All in knowing who we are, who you are, and why we are following. Help us avoid that which distracts the desire to hear the things that please us 
and make the road easier. But that will not bring us to the kingdom of justice, mercy, and compassion. You desire for us. In Christ we pray, our guiding light. Amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, if you feel so compelled to tithe with our ministry, please go to our webpage, click the About Us, and you will find ways to tithe through there. If you're having trouble, if you just want to speed the path up, feel free to email us or message us on one of our platforms. Our gospel for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Then he spoke a parable to them, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me, for my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Here ends our scripture from the Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to Christ. Amen and Amen. And with that said, that leads me to our message for today. And our message for today that I've entitled, Try Again. I want to begin by asking you all to think of a time when you in your life time have been told to try again, have been asked to go forth and give it another shot, maybe. I mean, I for one could think of a few examples, such as maybe applying for jobs. Maybe you're someone who's on a health journey, trying to lose weight or just trying to get in better shape. And things keep coming up, distracting you, but ultimately, there's a little voice telling you to keep going, keep trying again, keep getting back out there. Maybe you're a student in school or in college, separating lower level schooling to college is why I said it that way. Um, but, you know, maybe you don't have the best grades right now, but 
You just have to keep getting out there and keep trying and keep trying and keep trying to try again. Because what happens when we give up? What happens when we give in? When we give up, we can give in. We give up maybe that hope that we had of that new beginning. We give up that dream we might have had of maybe that career or that journey or that path. Maybe we give up who we are and we give in to something that's just easier. And you see, this brings me to a point before we get into talking about our gospel today, I want to bring up the point that when we give up, we ultimately sometimes give in. We give in to things such as lust and addiction. We give in to the things that pull us away from Christ Jesus, that pull us away from the Lord and pull us away from his grace. We spoke here today, I believe it was out of one of our hymnal readings, of how we will have long suffering, but it's okay. It's okay that we're going to have to suffer. And actually, I think it might have actually come from Second Timothy. I'm going to flip over real quick. It did. In verse 2, chapter 4 of Second Timothy, it says, Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. What happens when we give in? We give in because we found an easier way, right? We don't want to long suffer. We don't want to sit here and deal with those pressures and those pains. Maybe we're impatient and we don't like waiting, but the Lord is trying to teach us that in our season we have to have patience. Maybe you're someone right now who's going to purchase a house and things keep getting delayed. Things keep coming back wrong. And you, you're just anticipating that you, in your eyes, in your ideal mind, you wanted to be in that house by Christmas. But maybe the Lord is saying, just be patient. Your time will come. Just be patient. It'll all work out in the end. And who knows, that patience might pay off. But when we give in to the easy way, the easy way we may, might be pff, give up on this property and go look for another one. But how many years have you been looking? And I bring that up today because today we're talking about trying again. And when you try again, you know, ultimately, if you get a bad grade on a test, you don't sit there and just say, oh, I guess I'm failing the whole class. No, you go forth and you study harder and you work better and you try on the next test to do better, right? So why wouldn't you do that in life? Maybe you don't get the first job you went for, but maybe you try again and you get that job. I can tell you, brothers and sisters, from experience, honestly, that's how I have my job working for the school district that I work for. 
The first time did not work out. The second time did. And I've been there, I think I'm on my fifth year, going in, or yeah, something like that. Somewhere's around five years so far. But again, with that, I didn't give up. I didn't look for an easier route and take something else. And when options came up after I had that job, I stuck with that job. When it came to starting this ministry, I didn't give up either. It had been very easy for me to listen to the naysayers, those who claimed and said that I don't deserve the right to be called pastor, to preach, to give you the word of God weekly. But instead I looked at what the Lord was calling me to do. And instead of giving up and taking the easy road, which is basically not doing this, I chose to do it the hard way through the seasons and the suffering that the Lord will bring to me. In the hopes to help others find their way to the Lord who are struggling. In the hopes to find help others find their way to salvation who are struggling and went astray and for the hopes to bring hope back to others' lives who are in need, both through this ministry and both through our mental health hope page, part of our ministry as well. Because we try and we try and we try again. We continue to work. We continue to put forth that effort. And even if I get one new follower a week on one of the online parts of this ministry, whether it be through TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, our podcast, which brings our ministries service, or even the Twitter account that I created. The point is that through those platforms of our ministry, YouTube as well, one new follower is a new body, a new brother or sister that is looking to have the Spirit spoke to them that is looking to have the gospel brought to them, that is looking to have that relationship with Christ. For me, that's why I get up and try again. That's why every day, Monday through Friday, I get up and I bring a morning coffee and scripture passage to you all. Because giving up is not an option. For me, giving up isn't even a thought when it comes to ministry. When I separated from the church that I was originally preaching at, the night before Advent began, I could have walked away. I could have thrown out all the hard work that I had prepped for Advent season for that year. Instead, I said, no, 
And I took that suffering and I put its energy into the hope of this ministry. And I took all my pain and bad experiences from my past and put it into this ministry. Because I have been the brother or sister that is made to feel alienated walking into a church building. I have been the brother or sister who has been misassumed of what's going on in my life. Or my relationships in my life. Because I had to step down from a position or something else with that particular church. And I'm not saying this or trying to make this sermon about me. I'm using my life experiences to bring to you the emphasis on trying again. But we're going to rally back a little bit and we're going to bring in the gospel from today from the gospel of Luke and we start off where Jesus talks about persistence in today's scripture from the gospel And his first thing he says to his disciples in verse 1 always ought to pray and not lose heart. What happens when we lose heart? We give up, right? We give in. We look for an easier route. We basically say this suffering is too hard and we are going to go on the easy path. Christ is sitting there and telling us to continuously pray and don't lose heart. Don't give up. And if we don't give up, then what do we do? But we try again. Because in this parable that Christ tells to his disciples today, of this persistent widow with this judge is a story that he told to bring encouragement to them, to bring light to them as to how they are to live their lives. But it doesn't just bring that persistence and light to them, but it brings us to us also, brothers and sisters. Even in Jeremiah today, we see in verse 34, it says, For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin, I will remember no more. 
Before that, it says, No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. Because Christ in Jeremiah, is, or God in Jeremiah is saying that he is going to put the law into their minds and write it on their hearts. How many of us, brothers and sisters, already have that law, that commandment of love one another in our hearts and in our minds? How many of us have already sat there and we believe in the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, God three in one? How many of us already believe that Christ died on the cross for our sins and then on the third day, he rose again from the dead and is seated at the right hand of God the Father. And then he will come once again to judge the living and the dead. How many of us have that belief in our hearts? And we hold true through our faith of that. But you see, through this, The solution of when we do something we know to be wrong, it's called forgiveness. We want to try again. We did something wrong. We know it's wrong, even though it's, you know, maybe it's that little thing called the conscious was weighing on us. And we really realized that we made a hurtful choice or we did something wrong. But we're told that God's going to forgive us. God is going to forgive us. God is going to renew us. God is going to help make us stronger, help make us better. And then God's going to remember them no more. When we look in our gospel today, we really truly see where this widow came to the judge saying to get justice for her from her adversary. And the judge for a while kept pushing her off and kept pushing her off, but she was persistent, right? She continued to come back to the judge and sit there and be like, I'm here. Please help me. Get justice for me. And yet, what happened was the widow troubled the judge. And because of that, he decided to avenge her. Lest by her continual coming, she wearied him. By her continual coming, she was able to get the judge to see because what she wanted was justice. So she continued to try again and again and again and again and again. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this story is one of the most amazing stories in the Bible, in the Gospel of Luke. Because ultimately it shows each and every one of us about trying again. I mean, I can literally just right now envision a song. 
I can't remember the artist, but it literally goes, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again, try again. And again, I can't remember the artist. I can't remember the name of the song, but those lyrics literally just now, as I'm preaching to you and sharing this message popped into my head. And it's ultimately the work of the Spirit helping bring this message to you. You know, for those who feel like they're never going to find that person. And maybe they're having a hard struggle with their love life. Maybe they've been burned a few times. God is telling you that he loves you and to dust yourself off and try again. But maybe this time try through him. Look to the Lord for guidance on who and the timing be on his timing and not ours. Because far too many times in relationships, we take the easy way out and we go for the first person that says, hey, we like you, right? And it doesn't always end up well. I can attest to that as well. I've had some relationships over my time that have not worked out. So I can attest that not always is the first attempt the right attempt. But here in our gospel today, Christ Jesus is telling us to pray always and to not lose heart, to not give up. Being persistent. Try again. Keep trying. Keep praying. Keep putting forth that effort. And as we saw in the book of 2 Timothy, we might have some long-suffering periods, but don't give up. Don't give in. Allow yourself to be comforted in peace by the Lord and know that that trial will end, that suffering season will be over. And you can dust yourself off and you can try again. You can move forth in light and love again. Brothers and sisters, if you feel as though you've been jaded by a church, you feel as though you've been hurt, you haven't been hurt by Christ. You haven't been hurt by God. You've been hurt by the people who are giving you their interpretations. You've been hurt by the people in the building to give you their judgments. but I assure you that Christ's judgment is not giving you that hurt. He is giving you love. He's still with you. And it's never too late to come back home to the church to try again. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today thankful for your scripture messages in both the Gospel of Luke the book of Jeremiah, and even our second reading from this book of 2 Timothy. Thank you, Lord, for helping us find the words to relate them together 
this morning and to give forth a message in light and love, reminding us to not give up, but to try again. We thank you for the word that your son gave his disciples as well as us to pray and to not lose heart. Father, we look to you and ask that you help us in this day, that we may not lose heart, but keep focus on what matters and what is important most. As we go about our days in light, in love, and in peace, bringing hope to the world. In your Son's precious name, Christ Jesus. Amen and Amen. Let us pray. Holy One, we lift our eyes to you in hope and awe. Grant that we may reject all apathy of spirit, all impatience and anxiety, so that with the persistence of the widow we may lift our voice again and again to seek your justice. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please join me in doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen and amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls it's all custom designed from us here at worship without walls again that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day